My name is Corey. I am a certified self-discovery life coach and a full-time seeker of happiness. Welcome back. I am so glad you clicked on this episode. Happy Monday. I hope you're having a good day so far. I just want to get back into our recap. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, so this week has um, been a little bit tough For me personally, I think I have been holding on to a lot of stress, which is kind of ironic because I literally did a episode over stress and I think I've been dealing with my stress very well, honestly, because I have been, you know, listening to my body, checking in with myself, but I realize that I'm the type of person that copes with my emotions very strongly and some things you can't compromise, like every once in a while, I just need a good cry. Some people may not need that and some have to. And I'm just one of those people that have to. And so that was one of the newer things that I've learned about myself that no matter what I do to deal with my stress management, I will eventually need to just cry it out. And so I've (laughs) accepted that. I've done it my whole life, but I just thought it was because I didn't really know what I was doing and didn't know how to control myself. But that's just one of the things that I need. And so this week was just that learning, (laughs) that learning experience of I do need to cry. So I had, you know, a couple days where I just had to go to Target and buy myself some rosé because I needed to sit in the bath with rosé and forget about all of my problems for just a second. So that was really good. Um, I did learn that I really like rosé now. So, you know there's that. But I've been doing, you know, more packing. I've been coaching. I've actually been looking into really getting down with my coaching. Once I get to, you know, our new location, um, I'm going to start opening my door a little bit to more clients. And so, you know, if you are somebody who of any age, but is just looking for some more guidance, how to really connect with your body and listen to what your body needs in times of stress um, or just really anything. If you just need some kind of outlet, I have not really honed down on a niche yet, um, just that I'm a self-discovery life coach, which can mean a bunch of different things. So um, yeah, if if I just planted something in your mind, I really hope you sit with that. Um, In the next couple of weeks, I'll be offering some different things coming up. So keep that in mind that you could potentially be a guinea pig for a really good price. (laughs) But I've been trying to figure out how to do like invoices and scheduling online and creating a contract because I realized that um, I need to create some boundaries with myself um, in my work but it's so freaking confusing. I think I'm going to have to find somebody like a a lawyer or something to go through this with me because I have no idea what I'm doing and I don't even know how to do that. I don't know how to look for a lawyer. I literally am so lost, but that's okay. You know what? We're just, we're getting through it. It's all going to work out in divine timing. But if you are, if something just sparked in your brain of, huh, that does sound like me. I really could use some guidance and learn how to get into my body and learn what I need. Then you know what? Why don't you just stick around for a little bit longer and I can offer something to you. Anyways, my happy and crappy of the day. 
It is like noon right now. I actually did a lot this morning. I woke up and took Dallas for a walk. I've been waking up really early again, which I've been so bad about, but I finally got into it. I've been waking up at 6.30, so it was kind of hard for me to get up this morning, but I took her on a walk and then I journaled and started doing my work and then I had a call this morning with my client and now I'm doing this, so getting a lot of things done. I did so much yesterday from my to-do list and I'm so proud of myself. So I went grocery shopping, guys. I think something that I learned about myself is that I can go two or three weeks without grocery shopping. I will make it work. I hate grocery shopping. It's my least favorite thing to do. And I know I can do pickup orders, but I just hate the interaction. I hate it so much. And I obviously did that yesterday. I did um, pickup, but it took me like two and a half to almost three weeks to do it because I just hate grocery shopping. It is just solely my least favorite thing to do as an adult. So I did that and then I dropped off a bunch of packages and worked out and did all of the things that I've been needing to do, but I've been holding off and I did it, um, which is actually perfect for this episode, um, but I'm doing my happy and crappy right now. So my happy right now is that I am just going through my to-do list. I breakfast and I have everything, you know, together at the moment. It's some breathing. I've been doing that on my Instagram and I want to continue doing that where I post like my little breathing three minute timer thing. Um, it helps me keep myself accountable and, you know, hopefully it sparks some motivation in somebody else to do it as well but I've been doing that. So that's definitely my happy, my crappy, you guys, is, okay, so Dallas is a little overweight, okay? She's on her weight loss journey currently because she's like 20 pounds overweight, I think, and so I've been feeding her a little bit less, taking her on more walks, and she hates it. I've mentioned before that whenever we go on a walk, she will sit or she'll just lay down like she just does not like walking and it's become more frequent but I've been teaching her like when you need to stop for a second you need to sit we'll sit for a little bit and then we'll keep going and she's like good to go well she recently just started doing this thing that when she wants to stop she'll bite the leash and like it's kind of cute like her way of being like okay quit walking so we'll sit or we'll stand or whatever she needs to do and then I'm like okay let's go and majority of the time that works where she like will get a burst of energy and she's like good to go but this morning this morning she was not having it she wanted to stop every five feet it felt but she would stop in the middle of the road when there were cars coming and so I would try to like pull her to get out of the um the road and she was just not she was just not having it. And so like cars were literally coming and I was just like dragging her. I was pulling so hard to get her out of the road and it looked so bad, but it's genuinely like I would rather pull her out of the road than her get hit by a car. And so she was just like really, really aggravating me this morning because I was just like, what the heck? Like I'm saving your life and you're, she's literally like laying on the ground. Like she did at one point lay on the ground and like do that thing where like dogs on their back, like like twist and like do all that like they're really happy or whatever so she was doing that which was embarrassing for me because I'm just sitting there watching my dog do this while we're on a walk but I did see a lady drive by who like laughed so hopefully that made her morning but it was definitely annoying for me 
and she just would not go and I, I couldn't yell at her because like she wouldn't understand um but also like I was so frustrated because I couldn't just be happy with her even though there was people around so I literally was just like grabbing her harness and like picking her up by the harness and placing her on her feet so we could keep going because it wasn't like we were next to my apartment either like I couldn't just be like, okay, let's turn around. Like we had to go. We had to move one way or the other and she didn't want either. So I was just so, so frustrated with her because it looked so bad if somebody were just walking by or driving by, which everybody in the neighborhood wanted to leave right whenever she wanted to stop walking. (sighs) So. So I did my breathing exercise after my walk, which I'm really glad I did because I needed to breathe that out. I needed to get my aggravation out. Remember that she's literally just a dog. She has half a brain and doesn't understand my intentions for her when I want her out of the road. So I, you know, took a breather and it's all good now. But that was definitely my crappy of the day of Dallas just not, you know, cooperating. Anyways, going back to my happy of getting things done that I've been needing to for a very long time fits really perfect with this episode today, which is going to be dealing with discipline, having discipline with yourself. So I'm not really sure I'm going to call this episode again, but something along the lines of having discipline for yourself. So discipline can be a very daunting word. So let's change it up a little bit. The definition of discipline means the practice of training people to obey rules or code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. I hate that. That literally sounds like it's for a dog. I think discipline, that's like the biggest definition for it, but obviously like it's not like you're punishing yourself, but you're just forcing yourself to get something done, to obey a rule that you've set for yourself. And I I hate that so much. So instead of using the term disciplining yourself to get something done, I'm going to change that to use the term having the courage to get something done because that fits much better with my lifestyle and the way that I want to go about my life. I personally want to make my life feel its best, its safest, its most comfortable in doing so. I want to change this word, discipline to courage, because I think it's such a uplifting word that is the same meaning as getting something done, you know? And another thing about, if we were to dissect the definition of discipline, I really don't like the way that it says obey rules, because there's a difference between rules and boundaries. And I guess I could go into it, but I'll just quickly like brief over it rules is based out of fear setting boundaries for ourselves to get something done is set out of love so having the courage to set boundaries to sit down and do what you need to do that's out of love that's not out of fear and i'll go more into fear and love and what's driven in just a second but i wanted to go over that is that we have i think i've talked about this in an episode but i honestly don't remember but we, we can live life by following rules that we set for ourselves or setting boundaries for ourselves. I definitely have talked about this. Or I use the example of going to the gym, um, how I used to have this rule, I need to work out every single day or else. 
blank or else I won't see my fitness results that I've been trying to work towards. Where instead, setting the boundary that I choose to go to the gym, you know, five times out of the week because I feel really good afterwards and it clears my mind. And, you know, just setting like the the boundary instead of the rule makes life a little bit easier. So yeah, courage and discipline have somewhat of similar terms, except one is based out of fear and one is based out of love. Can you guess which one is which? (laughs) Which one is based out of love and which one's based out of fear? Yeah. So when we have a hard time completing something because of some kind of resistance, it's because it's fear-driven. It means that you are scared to do something because X, Y, and Z. There's a whole different range of things that fear and scared can define under. Because obviously, like, going grocery shopping, I'm not scared of going grocery shopping. Clearly, there's some fear behind it um, that I'm not really leaning into. But once I do, there's more clarity. That's what I kind of mean by that. It's not blatantly like, I'm scared to go to the grocery store. No, there's something underneath it that you just got to get curious with and the answers will prevail. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, so let's just use grocery shopping as an example because I think that is kind of a topic that's like, okay, clearly you're not scared of going grocery shopping. So like, what do you mean by that? If If you in your life have something that you have been procrastinating and you are not afraid of it, so it's kind of confusing. So we'll just use that as an example. It seems like a very human experience example that maybe you'll be able to relate to. So I personally hate going grocery shopping. I literally just mentioned that. I hate doing it. So I don't like going grocery shopping because of fear of going to a big public place where there's a lot of different people. I'm alone. There's different types of moods people are in, different types of feelings people are in. Some are very happy. Some are very rude, get out of my way. Some just, you know, I have a fear that there's a lot of creepy things that happen in public places. And so I get nervous to go by myself. Even when I can do a pickup order, it's just the human interactions. I get a lot of anxiety from that. I have a lot of anxiety when, you know, I'm waiting for somebody to come to my car and do I open the trunk because my car is like kind of weird to open up the trunk and how does that work? And like, what if, you know, they don't have what I need and I have to go inside to get it? Like, it's, it's never ending. It's just, I'm, it's the human interactions. It's the anxiety of, of the unknown really. That's kind of what it all comes down to. The anxiety of the unknown. Because I'm putting this fear in my mind, but I haven't even experienced it yet. Like, why am I scared of of people who are in a bad mood or something when I haven't even gone to the grocery store? Like, what if everybody's in a good mood? Or like, not even what if. It's just like, why am I putting this story in my brain? You know? So whenever people are, you know, procrastinating doing work, doing homework, they probably have a lot of anxiety of I'm going to fail this test or I'm, I don't want to study because I don't want to stress myself out or whatever it might be. That's like, we're, 
we're putting stories in our brain that are not true. Bottom line, that's what fear is coming from. It's coming from stories that are not true. We are putting it in our brain. Somebody maybe have given you this fear. You maybe have been given yourself this fear, whatever it is. It's not true, but we're believing it because it's fear. We want to be safe. We want to be safe from the unknown. That's what it comes down to. That's what it means to be fear-driven. So how do we change this perspective? Well, it's easy for me to say, I'm scared to go grocery shopping (laughs) or I'm scared to get my homework done. I have some kind of fear around getting my homework or exam completed. Or I could say, I have the courage to go to the grocery store. I have the courage to go to a public place where I feel a lot of anxiety. I have the courage to sit down and do my homework when I feel very uncertain about the knowledge that I have. I'm having the courage to sit down in front of my microphone to record this podcast that I have a lot of uncertainty around sometimes. It's just like, can you have the courage to do something that you're afraid of? Changing your mindset of, I have the courage to do this thing. It not only makes it a more uplifting mindset without disregarding your fears, because you don't want to emotionally bypass. You don't want to just like, oh, whatever. Like, sure, you have anxiety around public places. Like, whatever. No. No. I, I still do, I still do, but can I have the courage to go grocery shopping and still honor my feelings, you know, something around that, but it's easier said than done. It's not like I can just ask myself, can I have the courage to do this? Sure, I, I can, yes, but how do I actually, you know, change that? There's a framework I use with my clients when things like self-sabotage comes up in their lives because let's be real, Whenever we procrastinate, it's doing some sort of self-sabotage. So there is this framework that helps you get a grasp and an understanding of what this self-sabotage is telling you. And instead of just walking you through the framework, let me just use it in an example that you can use in your own life. I think that is very beneficial because you can basically just fill in the blanks for yourself without having to do much work. And even if you're feeling some resistance towards listening to this, like, like you know your to-do list, like let's say you're listening and you just have this full-on to-do list that's coming up because I keep mentioning things that you're resistant on and you just want to turn this podcast off and like you are just, it's making you very stressed out. Then I invite you to just take a breather. Just take a breath. Let's just take a breath together, okay? Because I'm feeling a lot of the same. So just stop what you're doing and just take a big deep breath in and release it. Just release everything in your brain right now. Release all of the to-do lists. Release all of the uncertainty in your life. And just take another big deep breath in and just release everything that's not serving you. (sighs) So clearly there is something behind 
not wanting to do something, not having the discipline to do something. I've mentioned it's fear, fear of something. Can we have the courage to do something? Can we have the courage to change it? But also, can we give ourselves what we need in this time of fear coming up for us? Asking ourselves what we need. What can I do for you right now when you're feeling like this? If you are stuck on your phone because you just can't get yourself to do X, Y, and Z, what are you afraid of? What is the fear behind this? Is it fear-driven or is it love-driven? If it's fear-driven, what, what are the fears behind it? And then asking yourself, how can I love myself more? Where can I, where can I love myself more? So for me, if we're going off of my scenario of not liking to go grocery shopping because I am currently, I've, I have been dealing with anxiety around people in places where I'm alone. How can I love myself more? How can I accommodate? I could listen to a podcast while I'm in the store using headphones to help drown out some noise, maybe doing some breathing exercises before I go into the grocery store, making an exact list, doing the Walmart pickup, and just breathing through it, breathing through my anxieties, maybe even bringing my journal. Like, there are solutions to accommodate. How can I love myself more? Well, when I'm feeling very stressed and anxious around this type of scenario, I am going to play music that I like, you know, like just accommodate myself. So where can you love yourself more? How can you love yourself more? When you feel like you are self-sabotaging, when you feel like you can't get something done, where can you love yourself more? Can you have the courage to get something done? Once you understand, how can I accommodate for myself? So I basically just went through the framework, but I'm going to I'm going to simplify it a little bit. So when you notice you have resistance around doing something, anything, any kind of resistance that you're thinking of right now, because I know you're thinking of your to-do list, or if you're not, think about your to-do list and what kind of resistance is coming around. Allow yourself to acknowledge what you're feeling. If you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, that you have so much to do, and you just, you can't get yourself to do it. Acknowledge yourself and what you're feeling. And the next is create an intention on how you want to feel. How do I want to feel versus what I feel right now? I'm feeling very anxious. I want to feel calm. Okay. What kind of intention do I want to feel? Let's create an intention on that. I am going to feel relaxed when I walk into the grocery store. Okay. And then next is to commit how you can get there. Okay, so we've got A, I'm feeling anxious, and B, I want to feel relaxed. How can I get there? Where can I accommodate for myself? Maybe putting in my headphones, journaling, breathing, listening to the music, like everything that I listed before on how I can accommodate for myself. Commit. How can I get there? Having the courage to do the thing. And then lastly, notice how you feel when you accomplish it. When I leave the grocery store, I think, oh, it wasn't even as bad as I thought it was going to be. What was I even worried about? But I'm proud of myself that I did it. I did it and I, I got through it. 
I'm doing grocery store because that was something that I was dealing with this week and it's a true thing that I'm dealing with. So that's why I'm using it, but you can use it for literally anything. Notice how you feel after you accomplish it. You feel so like good. You feel accomplished, you know? If you're like me, maybe you even need like an incentive. Like, ah, oh, I did so good. So now I can do blank. Like, you know, I don't know. Just something that is going to help you that feels the best for you. So, yeah. I think discipline is a very big thing. But if we break it down like we did, it's so simple. It gets so much more simple than we ever think it can be. The moral of the story is that when we have resistance, it means that we are living in fear. When we have the courage to do something, it means that we are living in love. So next time you feel resistance, ask yourself, can I have the courage to do this? What am I scared of? Where is it coming from? And then go through what I just said of creating an, an intention, commit to how you can get there, and notice how you feel when you accomplish it. It's a little framework, but it is a great habit starter. It really is. I always say life is like this huge puzzle and every day is like a little piece. And so think of it like that. If you think, okay, but what I have resistance to is a little bit different than a grocery store, that's totally fine. Like do what you need to do, but break it down. Break it down so you don't you don't get overwhelmed and stressed. You can learn more about the picture and get it done. Get it done. That is just my little take on how I view discipline, having the courage to get something done. So yeah, I hope it stuck with you for the right people that needed to hear it. Hopefully that you've learned something and are able to apply it to your life. But yeah, that's all I have for today. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, um, please give a rating and follow my social medias. My main Instagram is at Corey Biber and my podcast Instagram is at herspace.podcast. So yeah, I'm going to continue on through my day. I hope you do something for yourself today. Continue moving forward through your things that you need to do. We are all in this together and yeah, I will talk very soon. Bye!